0: Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about rugby league,
1: the M62 and beyond.
0: That is building your part up.
1: (laughs) I wanted to do that for weeks, and I thought it'd be funny to steal it (laughs) from him. Not bothered. Not bothered. Not
0: bothered. Do you want to? Do you want to say good evening as well? Good evening. Somebody speak. That's the idea of a podcast. Well, I just thought I just didn't the... want to say anything in case somebody else said it, you know. Well, I think this um this weekend, congratulations have been in order, haven't they? Happy birthday oh, to right, yeah.
2: Thanks. Did you forget?
0: I wondered what you're on about, yeah. Did you get any nice presents?
2: Uh yeah, I got a couple, yeah. Like pictures and stuff? Okay. Right. Now. Well It's no. hard
0: to describe. That, it's an art, it's hard to describe. Well, you got a picture of you and your and your, your newly born daughter didn't you which was nice wasn't it? Yes. And sort of. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I bought you I bought you a rugby shirt. You did, yeah? Yeah. Did yeah. Bobby buy you anything?
2: Uh yes, he bought me uh the what they call Richmond the the Ted Lasso team. Oh, AFC Richmond. Yeah, they're they're jersey
0: there, sure. you, oh yeah he bought your Roy Kent shirt oh yeah he? I had Kent on the back yeah yeah brilliant oh well you've got some good presents then thought he'd misspelled it but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent well was well uh, well what we've got on tonight because we've got a very special pod tonight haven't we I think or a bit different pod
2: well it's a bit different yeah um Obviously, there weren't any games as such, was there? So, we're we're going to have a quick run through the NRL ones like we always do, and we'll, I think, very briefly talk about the international game, the England game, because...
0: How briefly?
2: Ten seconds. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. There's no point. No. There's just no point. So, talking about it after the game? Both. Yeah, fair enough. And then... And then, obviously, on uh, Twitter, we asked uh, for the uh, question Q&A, quick Q&A. Well, I say quick, there was loads more questions than I thought. <laughs>
0: it was. So we're going to go through a listener's special question and answer pod. I've been looking forward to doing this, actually. Yeah, there's some good questions,
2: so we'll, we'll, we'll go through them. And then, obviously, Super League is back, so we will have Brian for the, the Prediction League. And we'll go through the predictions for this
0: week's games. Yes. Okay, then. Yeah. Oh, and what we are missing, though, just to, just in case we're wants to tune out now, what are we missing, Bobbles? Oh, yeah. You're
1: not missing anything. What?
0: Where's your section this
1: week? I've done it. Starts? Yeah.
0: Thought we had none. No, I didn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, let's, let, let's get all this guff out of the way, then, before the question <laughs> and answers. <laughs> Bravo, we'll uh, start with this, then.
3: You call that a knife? This is a knife.
4: That's not a knife, that's a spoon.
1: Feels weird starting with this uh, this segment. But
2: well, the, the, the OGs, you know, the original yeah. listeners will realise this is how we, we used to start it for the first few episodes. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right, that is and true. And then we quickly ditched it. Yeah. Because of Gus. We fell Probably. out of the NRL. yeah. Probably.
1: Okay, well, we'll quickly run through the NRL then. Uh, the Sharks beat the Cowboys 44-6. The Eels beat the Knights 43 points to 12. Dropped a field goal for fun. Just <laughs> yeah. absolutely pointless. They just thought they'd do it. I like that.
0: <laughs> Funny, is it? I like that. If, unless it's your team. Yeah. It's on the end of it. But I do like it when a team just just rubs salt in the woods with some random drop goal. I think it's ace. <laughs> About a minute to Yeah, go, I love yeah. it, yeah.
1: The Bunnies uh, dominated the Broncos 32 6, although Ooh. they might be in trouble for having 14 players on the field. And I saw that.
2: Oh, yeah, I saw that as well, actually. I didn't really read it, but sorry.
0: Bunnies looking really good, I think, at the minute this year. Yeah. They... No wonder if they've got 14. But... <laughs> well,
2: yeah. <laughs> and then I think the um, the back end of the season, they don't have any buys till like the back end of the season. They've got like two within about four weeks or right. something so they could be quite fresh going into the, uh, playoffs. the playoffs looking really mm. good I think at the
0: minute yeah
1: very good uh, the Raiders beat the Dolphins 31-30 after extra after Golden Point should I say yeah. and
0: they missed a knock on leading to the uh, leading to the Golden Point drop goal oh really yeah, I didn't they see complained that game about, but it's, complained about it but they've actually said yes we missed it right from acting half Whoever it was acting half a couple yeah. of plays before knocked on Right, and it ended up going to the to the uh, uh, for the jot goal. All oh, right, but it, it yeah. shouldn't have been, it even got that far. Mm. Oh well,
1: we can we can just whiz through this next one. The uh, the Titans beat the Seagulls twenty six ten. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> what a team! Eighty I mean,
0: minute week this week, and exactly. And they,
1: they finally realise if they play a second half, they might actually get a win. Yeah. Well done, the Titans. Yeah. Stupid Seagulls. Uh, the shock result of the round were the West Tigers have got their first win of the season. They beat the Penrith Panthers 12-8. Uh,
0: the conditions were awful, did you see? Oh, those? yeah. It was yeah. absolutely bucketing down, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. But, got to say, well done, the Tigers, and well done, Luke Brooks. Yeah, well done to the. Yeah? Yeah, well done to them, yeah.
2: Well,
1: yeah. If, you know, if you remember my stat from last... he had a good
0: game, actually, Luke Brooks. Yeah, um, he did. Much, yeah, much
1: maligned and much
0: maligned unfairly, I think. But he was, uh, he had a good game and, and well done.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Warriors went down fourteen nil to the hands of the Roosters. Mm, they're sinking like a strange a stone. Score, aren't yeah. yeah, strange. Mm.
0: Score. Yeah, they're sinking like a, a stone. Um, Are they though? I think so. Okay.
2: Well, we'll see. Won't we? We'll see. Mm.
0: But yeah, I think they're sinking like the Titanic.
1: Okay you can say the titans
0: with a a big stone on top
1: (laughs) (laughs) and the final game of the week were the bulldogs managed to hang on against the dragons to win 18 16 Mm. and if anybody wants to tune in this week your big games of the week Magic uh, Weekend, innit? it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is Magic Round. Uh, they do it across the full weekend, though, don't they? Just so do, they, do they actually call it that? Like, yeah, it's they call it round, yeah, they call it Magic Round. Yeah, so they all play at Suncorp. And yeah, it's, it's except the weekend. Knights,
2: who were on a bye and don't get to play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, well, the fans have complained about that. The
0: Knights fans? Yes. I'm not
1: surprised. But apparently they did it because they brought the lowest attendance to Magic Round last year. They only brought, like, 200 fans or something, so they said, well... You can have the bye this week because you don't bring enough fans.
0: So, does that mean if we had another team in the league, Salford would be banned completely? (laughs) (laughs) Depends where the other team was. I thought that. Ordersfield. Yeah. But, like, yeah, but probably Salford. Yeah, that means they'd be out on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which, if you were a Salford fan, you'd be be annoyed about. I think you would. If you were going anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, the highlights of Magic Round. You've got the Sea Eagles take on the Broncos.
2: It's not a highlight. Could be <laughs> just because it's your team.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you've got the Storm taking on the Bunnies. There you go. That's a highlight. Uh, there's not really an awful. The Sharks and the Dolphins might be an interesting game, or Warriors and Panthers. But
0: oh, you're just reading fixtures out now, aren't you? Is that it. <laughs> yeah. Only <laughs> a, really a couple more to say. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Roosters, Cowboys. <laughs>
0: All right. I was thinking about that last one he said there in the games, that um, the Bulldogs and the Dragons. Yeah. That sounds like a right turd fest, doesn't it? Yeah, again, it's not one that I bothered
2: no, I didn't getting watch up for on a five o'clock on a Sunday morning. Oh, so. No chance, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Both, both rubbish. Yeah.
0: Oh, well. Oh, well, that wraps up the NRL very nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Call that a knife.
0: This is a knife.
4: That's not a knife. That's a spoon. But well,
0: there was one more game, wasn't it, that we have to mention? Yes, uh, and it was a a sixty four point thriller. <laughs> yeah, which France just came on the wrong out on the wrong side of a sixty four point thriller. In both S- games. In both games, sixty four nil. Yeah. So, I think I'd have done all right in that French side. I don't think I'd have looked out of place. We could not any worse. No, I don't think I'd have done all right. We said all this last week, and we, and we I think if you were going to Warrington, you sort of knew what you were going to get. Mm. Um, I mean, some people would have picked up some... Plumbing supplies during the week, there as well, (laughs) for the press conference. Yeah. Um, But actual game, I think we knew what was going to happen, didn't we? And and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's not an awful lot to say about the games. There was some.
2: It just sort of went the way you expected it to go. Did he expect to nil him? Probably not, but.
0: Well, I didn't expect him to get double figures. So. Ram size, I mean. Yeah, no, but. Um and there were some good performances. Um hat tricks for Hanley and Williams. Yeah. Um but it's it's difficult to say how good the performance was against a pretty poor opposition really. Just a professional outing, really. Yeah. And that's with a lot of players that if it had been a World Cup final against Australia, that probably would have you know, would have been there. Mm. Um it's just really difficult. I mean the the difficult thing is, is that what do you do with this? We said this, we had the discussion last week on the pod, didn't we, about what would you do with this, this time of year, this international fixture? Yeah. Um, and nobody seems to really know the answer. No, I did think about, I did think about, um, through the week, I did think about the possibility of having like a, a bit of a magic weekend of international fixtures. Okay. So you would have maybe like Scotland v Wales um island v italy you know this sort of stuff the the difficulty the difficulty you've got with some of the european nations and things like that, and like the like italy for example a lot of them a lot of them playing down under as well mm. It's where they get a lot of their players from isn't it you yeah. know for world cups yeah. and things so it might not be able to happen but i just thought if you had if you had two or three fixtures on the day mm. over over a weekend or something yeah um maybe that would bring more spice into it I'm not at the level of performance for England. I'm just I mean more of a spectacle for. Mm. But I haven't really come up with anything else that's better so far. Don't think anybody else has either. Oh, no, and that's the uh, problem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But but hopefully we move on and we move on to the announced test series at the end of the season against Tonga. Yes, which uh, is, three venues. I think it's St Helen's, Huddersfield, and Leeds, isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. I do think on that one, I do think that the RFL, I think, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. I think if you take it outside the heartlands... Well, why,
2: well it's one of the questions, so why don't you save oh, this answer?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it really? I didn't realise yeah.
2: that. All right. Yeah. I'll leave it there then. There you go. Okay. So just save that person from having the question missed out.
0: I will, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> uh, right, well...
2: Getting through these segments, aren't we? Look
0: at this. And now it's everybody's favourite. It is.
4: It's Bobby's Stats of the Week.
2: Yes, Stats of the Week. Even though it was teased it wouldn't be here, it's here. Hello. Here we go. How many you got this week?
1: Got five. Ah, slipping. That was D5. Uh, He's done well. D6. Mm. He's done well considering. Yeah. Yeah. Disagree. Tried to find what I could. Disagree. Okay. Uh, Start number one. Uh, This year of the NRL, we had to wait until nine rounds to see our first nilling. As you know, it was the Roosters and the Warriors, 14 0. Uh, It is the longest. Amount of time in a single season for 15 years. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Very so, good. Competition might be getting stronger.
2: Stronger. Str-
1: yeah. Okay. Cool. Next. Uh, Stat number two. And this one involves your team, Andy, the Titans. Mm. And that is since 2021. The Titans have scored 20-plus points in a game 32 times. They've gone on to lose 15 of those games. Okay. So they've won 17, but they've lost nearly half the amount of games they've played Right, scoring 20-plus points. So their attack is fine, but the defence clearly needs work. Okay. Fair enough uh stat number three and it's uh, a little bit of deja vu for for Wayne Bennett this weekend uh as a, a very impressive milestone of course he is set to coach his 900th premiership game it's pretty good going
2: isn't it yeah it's amazing, considering it? the amount of games that they play yeah yeah
0: yeah. Uh, yeah it's
1: not like you're playing 40 or 50 games a season is it no the uh, his his dolphins take on the sharks, and it is the same team he coached his very first game against. Is it? Yeah, very good. Do you think he'll do a thousand or not?
2: That? We suppose what three another three years at mm. least, and that's if they make playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well, isn't isn't Christian Wolf supposed to be taking over? Yeah, I
2: don't think they give a time frame, have they? I thought it was the, supposed to be twenty twenty four, was it? Twenty twenty five,
1: I think. Twenty twenty five. Well, he signed a three year deal with Christian Wolf to take over once he'd finished, but you never know if he's on the brink of a thousand games, he might stay another year. I feel
0: like he doesn't care about that though. No, <clears throat> no. But there might be another opportunity for him somewhere down the line. Anyway, if if he does, <laughs> if, if <laughs> Man, Christian yeah. Wolf does
1: take over. Interesting to see, yeah, if he goes to another club or not. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Stat number four, and uh, as we know, a big talking point this week is uh, Luke Gale has signed for Wakefield. Uh, With his transfer to Wakefield, he has now signed for eight clubs in his career, Mm -hmm. and it is the joint highest amount of clubs a player has signed for. Okay. The other player to sign for eight was, uh, I think you might remember him at Salford, and I think he had a stint at St. Ellens. It's Tommy Lee.
2: Oh right, yeah.
1: He's he played for the uh, eight, he played for eight different clubs as well.
0: Played for Hull as well, didn't he? he was at Wakefield? He played for, for Ritter both Ritter. Hulls. Could have done. He was at Wakefield, is what I think, wasn't he? I think he played for both Hulls.
1: Yeah, he did. He played for KR and
0: and still found time to uh, play drums in the Motley Crew. <laughs> and apparently he's
2: he's uh, a good golfer he's like off about four or five or something is he how can you play for all them teams yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he played for all them teams maybe yeah. he was more interested in golf maybe yeah
4: maybe well
2: I don't understand how you can be a professional athlete in another sport and then be like a professional athlete in another sport Gareth Bale Yeah, but he wasn't playing, was he? No,
0: Rafa Nadal. How's he? How's he he that good at golf? And he's right-handed at golf. He's right-handed at everything apart from tennis. I know, but how's... Do you know what I mean? That's just weird.
2: How do you have enough time to get that good at something when you play something... And then he finished sixth in the Balearic Islands Open. i just add, I don't understand how you can have that much time on your hands to get that good at it.
1: Some people just have natural talent, though, don't they? Mm, as well, I think yes, that's a big stat. Like me,
0: yes, we do. Yeah,
1: we do. <laughs> <laughs> and the final stat of the week, uh, and uh, it comes to Harry Smith on his England debut. He scored twenty-two points. He is he's made it into the top ten highest point scorers for England in a single game. He's joint eighth on twenty-two. Um, however, do you know who holds the record for the most points in a England game? England? yeah, No. No? Uh, we had him on the pod two weeks ago. It's Wayne Godwin. Oh, really? Yeah. He scored 34 points in one game. Well done, Wagger. Well done. So he holds the record. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Were they playing Wakefield? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, if, if I remember this correctly, it was... Yeah, it was either one or two games. I can't remember. It might have been the one hundred and ten nil against USA, right? Or it was it was either that or the ninety six nil against Russia. All right. very and good. I, they were the two highest. I can't All remember that. which game he did it in. Okay, excellent. Fair enough. Excellent. And that's it. Brilliant. Thank you.
4: It's his stats of the week.
3: I'm just a fan,
0: Alan, that's all. Your biggest fan. Well, our biggest fans have been coming up with these questions, haven't they? They have. Um, Would you like... How do you want to do this? Would you like me to start reading them? Uh, Yes, if you want to... Yeah, if you want to read them and then... We'll go from there. Join in when you want. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, the first couple are from uh, Phil Rogers. Thank you to Phil. At Phil is a red. And... His first question is, "How long can Bobby keep carrying Callum and Andy? Um, I think until the number of downloads
2: start to drop. Yeah, and then it's. Didn't we go up the week he was missing? We did actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 true. I didn't that's, mention that, that was a start of the week. That was my start of the week. To so you, the other week they did that. That week you were.
0: Oh look, at his little
1: face now. And wherever you were. Well, call almost... it a musical. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is my back's starting to hurt. <laughs> so, you now. Uh, but if you want a time frame on it, uh, pfft, how long before Wakefield win a game?
0: Well, uh, I think we've got that. I think we've actually got that as another
1: question. Oh, well, there you go then. Right, there
0: you go. Right, let's get on to the serious ones. Uh, Phil Phil then says, following the awful games at the weekend, is International Rugby League dead in the Northern Hemisphere? Um, at the moment... It feels like it, yeah. Would it have been better if they played that game in France? Lead be, when particularly thinking that there's supposed to be a World Cup there next year. Mm. Ooh, probably. Was A year, after, 20 year five, after twenty-five. Twenty-five. 25, yeah. 25 yeah. Well, you know, as a, as, a, as starting to lead in now, two years to go, etc. Yeah, that sort of thing. Probably
2: you know? it makes more sense. Would the crowd have been yeah. better? No, I don't think so, but. It still makes more sense to have it there, doesn't it? It, it
0: might have been if they'd have played it at uh, Catalan's ground. Maybe. Or to lose. Maybe. Hmm. I don't quite think it's dead. It's, um, no, when I you look it's...
2: at the teams that were in the World Cup, like you mentioned Italy, mm. and then you see things like um, Ireland, Netherlands yeah. having a team, and the, you know there is teams dotted about, um, it's just more of a question of how do we get them yeah. up there.
0: I would say it's on life support
2: Yeah. It feels dead, but I think there's a a slow pulse.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, But there does need to be an absolute strategy from year to year. Mm, Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, thanks, Phil. Right. Revolutionary. I can't even say it. Revolutionary Rugby League asks us Will Wakefield win a game? I think so, yeah.
2: I don't think. I know they've had a lot of nil and things like that but I don't I I do think that they, they you know the triad and the the
0: sort of I think they'll sneak one yeah mm. and linked to that he asks uh is Luke Gale a good signing? Yes. Yeah. Well how did how is is Luke Gale going to play? Mind it doesn't really matter. He plays six and seven to a certain extent nowadays. They're pretty it,
2: much man. one of the same, aren't they? Now, yeah.
0: It can only it can only help them, even if he hasn't got the pace that he had. He's still got the brain. He's still got the handling skills. He's got the kicking game. Mm. You'd you, you'd hope so.
1: Plus, it's you know, it's it's similar to what you said to Callum earlier about looking at a place in the France team. It, it's been that bad already. How much worse can it honestly get? You know. It, is Luke Gale gonna make Wakefield worse? And the answer is no. So, surely it has to be classed as.
2: You'd, you'd think he would have a bit more to offer still than Gaskell
0: or Smith. Mm. Yeah,
1: um, I also
0: think it, it's it's um, a, it's a good fillip for the for the fans, for the team, for the club as a whole, mm. just to bring somebody in who's who's a bit of a name. Um, Man of Steel in a yeah about five years ago exactly. I think. I think, it, I think it could give the, the whole place a buzz. Mm. Yeah. Particularly if he gets off to a good start. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Gary Armiston. Good evening to Gary. And Gary asks us, should ex-pros be killing the game that gave them a great lifestyle and now stinging the sport for every penny they have? <laughs> uh,
2: no. Uh, no. Um if the science we've said it before if the science wasn't there to like it is now you know if it, if they know what they know now back then then it'd be a different story but i don't think it was quite there
0: then no yeah. you said before as well if you play rugby league you know what you're getting into you do know what you you're play, getting you into. play, you still play. You know what it's like when you go out there on a Saturday. And at,
2: and at the minute, you know, Nick sort of public enemy number one with it all. Hmm. But then you only have to go back 12 months on his Twitter feed or something to find him posting a clip of this video of him taking someone' head, someone's head off and him saying, yeah, I meant to do that. I was going for his so head. Doesn't help, it doesn't, does it? it? No.
1: No, but it also doesn't help when he says stuff like... You know when he get when he gets challenged on it, and all he says is, "Well, shoulder charges to the head were legal back then," and it's like they were never legal. They were never legal. They were never legal. But even even so, you can't say, "Oh yeah, it was fine. I shoulder charged him to the head," and then go, mm. "Actually, do you know what? I got brain damage. so, You know, I'm, I'm suing." It, it doesn't work. Yeah, like you, that.
2: you can't be so publicly. I went for him. I went. Yeah, I went into Him. You know, it was premeditated. You know, it, and then go, actually, I'm
0: just going to sue the RFL. I saw something the other day as well about, this has nothing to do with this, it's just reminding me because about you're talking about length of players' careers and things like that, you mm. know, in this sort of thing. Did you see who... Who retired yesterday at weekend? Yes, forty-four-year-old Vinnie Anderson. Yeah, still still lacing it up at forty-four in I think it was the French second division. Yeah, was he really? With that, came with a V, and I can't remember the team, or <laughs> something. <laughs> but what a player! What a player he was. Yeah, he was great, and well, you know, for still having the passion and the desire still to play at forty-four like that at, yeah. a, at a professional level. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, well, really done. good, yeah. Yeah. Okie okay, Um Pete Wood. Why are we obsessed with expansion? Why can't we be happy being a niche sport that represents the northern working class culture? Has this obsession diluted our competition? It's an interesting question. It is
2: a very interesting question. And I think... The obs does the obsession come from a fear of the game dying? So if we say, Oh, we're just gonna keep it in the north, the game's gonna mm-hmm. die, is is it just a fear of the, the game totally disappearing? Whereas if we go, well we've got teams here, 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 we can't die. Is that where it come from? Is that where the obsession come from?
1: Possibly. Uh, mate, it's a it's a a good point. I, I I just I always think that expansion is 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 good. I don't think you, you know if if you do expand into areas that you don't have teams in and it gets the game grown more public, that can't be a bad thing. But I think we've said it before. You can't expand when you already have so many problems at home. Surely you have to fix the problems nearer to you and make the teams around you happy and then once you've got all that sorted that's when you push the expansion out I think there's a I think
0: there's a a couple of things I think there's two different levels I think one is the community game Mm. the amateurs it's in a complete mess that yeah and there seems to be a lot of teams that are springing up all around the country which is great Mm. so rugby league message is getting out there right across the country but the number of games that you've had cancelled this year alone yeah. Because teams can't uh, raise raise a team. And and a lot of the clubs <clears throat> are from really,
2: really well established, mm. you no know, historic clubs. Mm. You know, off the top of my head over the last couple of years we've had games called off by like we can send Judes mm. uh I think Waterhead cancelled it. Waterhead, yeah? yeah. A few weeks ago. Yeah. So there's there's uh, that side of it. I think Crossfield's pulled out not on us but
0: on one of the other teams the other week. So there's that side of it, and then I think there has been some real either let down from the RFL or local councils or whatever, or there's been some some complete mismanagement in some really traditional teams. Yeah, I'm thinking Oldham. Yeah, um, Halifax. Yeah, I'm thinking those sort of teams. With, uh, Witness, Bradford. Witness Bradford. Yeah. Now, if if they were re- if they were strong, yeah, as they should be would we even have the need to talk about the expansion into areas? Would it come more naturally because these teams are already, already stronger? there. Yeah. You know. And also, what's the expansion... Um, what's the strategy? Oh, let's have one in Toronto. Mm. Where's that come from? Then, what, then they were then like, they, let's have one in New York, let's, let's have one in Ottawa. Where's all this come from? Don't know. And I, 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 would, I would rather see a stronger oldham team yeah than a team in ottawa yeah in in the professional league yeah i'd rather
2: see yeah. bradford back to where they were Widnes, oldham you know the teams we've just mentioned
0: then and the game was so strong when we had i mean you've named four teams there yeah and if if you put them potentially you have a 16 team super league yeah if they were if they were as strong as mm-hmm. they should be yeah but yeah um it's so a really I don't, I don't think we've got an I don't think that's really answered it but I just think there's some some discussion points there I think yeah. personally I I don't see anything wrong with what we've done for the last 100 odd years but you still you expand the community game if if the community game expands you might then have other teams that spring up at, at a, at a semi professional level I love the fact that things like this Midlands Hurricanes and all this sort of stuff and Mm. Where we've took at Newcastle Thunder, I like that all that sort of stuff. Cornwall. Cornwall. Oh, think, no, yeah, right. brilliant. And I think that sort of thing. But what's the strategy behind it? Yeah. And I think, you know, that I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um and I think you it, it then naturally grows with another with another three or four expansion teams again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So Yeah, the but, grassroots stuff's gotta be
0: Yeah. Right, first and foremost, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh Wigan lad says do we need more millionaire stroke billionaires in the game such as the round ball game? How do we get them watching and even getting involved Elon Musk type folks and that?
2: Does it make much difference in a salary cap sport that?
0: No, would it increase the salary cap? Maybe. If they were there would would then going on from the last question, mm. would they have to put some of that money into the community game?
2: Mm. Possibly. Possible. I mean, it. it the people would it, involved. Would it only be a good thing, or would it? Would you know? Would it? In the majority of it be a good
0: thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think we've got billionaires, but millionaires certainly. Ian Lennigan at, at Wigan, millionaire. We've Aim, had Koo Cash and Koo McManus at, at St. Helens, yeah. millionaire. Yeah. Um, so there are, there
2: are some. There are some very wealthy people in it. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I, you know, I get what you're sort of saying. Elon Musk buys Holden, yeah. You know, is that, yeah. You know, uh, the the you know a few others buy a few of the other teams. Is that only a good thing or?
0: Uh, well, I just can't see Sheikh Al jahar or whatever just just no, buying Bradford Bulls. Can um, you?
2: Obviously not, but I understand the question. Um, but would it do it any good? I don't. Quite, it it would know.
0: if it was drip-fed down into the lower leagues and the amateur game. Yeah. As long as it didn't come
2: in going, I don't want a salary cap, I want to spend a billion pounds here. Do you know what I mean? So it's on. got to be done yeah. right, hasn't it? Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tommy Pouncy says, who are the hardest forwards in the league and the softest? This is quite an interesting one because, for me,
2: if you're talking... Props nowadays, nobody's hard. Mm. They're tough, really tough, but nobody's hard. I don't think the game allows them to be hard anymore.
0: No, it's not like.
2: And if, yeah, I think we we were talking about it before, Andy. And you said if they if they're hard now, they're just classed as a grub or mm. dirty. Yeah, yeah,
0: you I, know, I, I, I think
2: so. Yeah, you, Matty Lee's. Has been at it recently. Uh, Morgan Knowles has always cops it. Morgan Smith is that type of player. Yeah. And if they do something wrong, this guy, he's he's uh, he's
0: a grub. Yeah. And then he's going. I mean, you know, the the forwards that I grew up watching, Mm. and the forwards that are watching. You know, people like Kurt Sorensen, Les Boyd, (laughs) all that sort of stuff. They they wouldn't have. Uh, lasted in today's game Jim Mills I'm not
2: quite sure there's a hardest forward in the league nowadays no but if you want to you know an answer in my lifetime the hardest that I've seen is Adrian Morley.
0: yeah I would totally agree totally agree because he did it over here and in Australia as well yeah just hard as nails yeah James Graham yeah Jamie Peacock yeah. yeah yeah who's the softest then Cause I've got an answer for this. And he's not forward. I can't think of a soft forward if you like softest player I've seen superly at the minute is Lachlan Coote. <laughs> Every time anyone like like ruffled his hair or something, he, he he's down on the floor.
1: He was like that at St Helens, and he's not he, he's like that at Old KR. Yeah. You could put Richie Myler in that boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Richie Myler, yeah. You touch him and he does go down. He thinks yeah. it is football.
2: Softest forward for me would be Renouf Atoni at Wakefield. Okay, and as I know, I saw down at Bellevue. I've been uh, asking questions to uh, Statman Reese and about uh, how many drives has he taken, what gain compared to other props, blah blah. blah. Uh, And Reese got back to him, and he's done sixty six carries. It's twenty eighth in the league. Four hundred. This was a few weeks ago, by the way. Four hundred and fifty three meters. 33rd in the league. 6.9 6.9 metre average gain, 46th in the league.
1: Wow. That's,
0: That's a bit
2: soft, yeah, isn't not it? not good, that Don't is Don't fancy it. that, does he? No. That's soft. So he's won the award. Yeah, for yeah, me, he's enough. won the award. Fair enough, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, Rob Wood has three questions for us. Uh, one he's quite legitimate, I think. Is Phil Is A Red a real person in his own right, or is it an account run by Bobby? <laughs> I've never seen Phil and Bobby in the same room. That's all you need to say on that, isn't it?
1: Well, all I'm going to say <laughs> is that's for me to know and you to find out. So I don't want you to find out, so you'll never know.
0: All right. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Right. Um, Bobby. So, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I like this one. If you could pick one city without a professional rugby league team now to have a Super League club, which would it be? comes back to our expansion. Yeah. Thing. So um, where? Have you got any answers for that? A couple.
3: Go on. Uh,
2: after speaking to um, the uh, Scotland Rugby League guys the other week, yeah, I think Glasgow might be a decent shout. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're talking about sort of expanding, but the, you know, it's rugby's quite big up there. For me, if rugby's big up there, you might be able to convert people a bit more easily. Yeah, than say football fans. Mm-hmm. Although there is two massive teams in Glasgow, isn't there? So yeah. <laughs> anyway, you um, could
0: argue the same for Dublin.
2: Yeah, uh, D- Dublin could be another really good one. And what was your other one? Uh, Blackpool.
1: Yeah, I had Blackpool as well.
2: They've had a couple of teams, haven't they? They had Blackpool Borough. They've had Blackpool Panthers. Who, to be fair, before they were, um, the yeah, the folded were doing quite well. I think they might have been in League One at the time, but they were yeah. doing really well. But everybody would love going there. Yeah. Everybody yeah. would make a weekend of that or a day of that at least. Families, lads, women, everybody. Mm. It could be a really good place to do it. They've had the summer bash there that everybody loves going to.
0: Yeah.
2: So, I like that. I like, yeah, that.
0: I had, I like I had, that answer.
1: I had Blackpool yeah. written down as well for the same reason yeah, I, I thought they were. <laughs> I did, actually. They were, yeah.
0: You got any different answers to that? No, I think Dublin was my only. Yeah, Dublin's a good shout. Uh, on, on a similar basis to you that it's a rugby city. Yeah. Nice you, rugby. Remember, yeah, it's a you rugby might get city. a few more. It might, it might you, be easier yeah. to, yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Polly Balger would like that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he so would, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, Dublin was mine, but I like the Blackpool one. Yeah. I think that's really good. Um, and Rob's final question was, would the Halifax 2003 team, which statistically are the worst team that's ever been in Super League, yeah, only won one game. Yeah. Uh, Would the 2013 Beat the wakey 2023 side And he says Even though they're 20 years older We'll we'll go Would they have Beat them I think you might Have to Answer this one Andy You might have A better recollection Because I'm only
2: 10 Okay
0: Well What I was going to do Was was read out The squad For Halifax I had a look at this To be fair um, and I'll read one to 13, and then there's a, there's a couple more, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Dowell Cardis, Lee Greenwood, Stuart Donlan, Danny Halliwell, Lee Finnerty, Martin, Martin Moana, Sean Penkovich, Handy Obson, Johnny Lawless, Paul Davidson, Heath Cruickshank, Andrew Brocklehurst, Shane McMenemy, and then there was a couple of others. Liam Finn was in there. Dane Dorahy was in there. Simon Gricks was in there. mm um Ricky Sharif. Well, he was terrible. <laughs> anyway, right, uh, right. That was that was their team. Now, based on that, on the names, I would say no, they wouldn't.
2: Uh, what, Halifax would beat Wakefield? No. No. No, I agree. I think Wakefield would win.
0: Yeah, I'd, I don't think Wakefield would be bottom of the league if the 2003 Halifax team were in Super League. Yeah, league. no, I, I agree. You
1: say that, but one thing to consider that I did look at is that you know, Halifax had technically won a game by now. I think... Mm. They didn't go the rest of the season very well, but by this point Yeah, but in the what league, if
2: Wakefield win a game?
1: Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's by now in the first few rounds, Halifax had already won a game. Right, well, what a lot of good that did him. Yeah, but...
2: Right? So if Wakefield win their last game of the season... Yeah. They still finish with one get a win each. Yeah. Right? Just because they won it earlier in the season don't mean anything.
1: Yeah, because they started better. So if they played them early (laughs) they'd they'd have won. Yeah, but they'd have won early on.
0: It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And and we're only asking, would they beat them? Not where they would finish in the league. Yeah. So no, they wouldn't have beat them, I don't think. Well, I say they would. You were only seven. I still say they would. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Uh, uh, Nathaniel, uh, our uh, resident Huddersfield Contact? Yeah. Um In our opinion, can anyone new win the grand final this year?
2: Yes, they can.
0: But no, they won't. I totally agree. I think, I still think... Uh Well, who's new that can win it? I, I Warrington. Mean, I think... Hull So, what, what What have you got? Warrington, Hull KR, Salford... Huddersfield.
2: I think, yeah, Huddersfield, sorry Nathaniel, but they really need to get their act together if they, because for me, they're not even in it. You're talking Warrington.
0: Catalans, no. I think they're going to drop off. Yeah, I don't think they're. For me, you're
2: talking Warrington, all possibly Salford.
0: Not Huddersfield?
2: Not at the minute. Okay. I don't think they're in the question at the minute. They're not good enough at the minute. Okay. But, to get their act together, the squad on paper, yeah, definitely.
0: Well, that, that's another question from uh, uh, from Phillies or Red or Bobby, whoever it is. <laughs> um, who will Salford play in the grand final? <laughs> um, <sighs> tough one at the minute. Yeah, it's a tough one at the minute. Um, I don't think anybody win- will. I think the best. I still think I, th- I still think Saints are up there. Yeah. And the other the other the best team I've seen apart from that are Wigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it that way I think probably one of those two will take the spoils.
2: Yeah. And and Leeds I know they're not doing very well but they just always seem to end up in a grand final no matter how bad they've played throughout the season.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Um at loose Wire, our Warrington correspondent says in terms of quality product and all of the factors, what era do you consider Super League's peak years or era? Probably
2: for me, probably sort of mid 2000s, five,
0: six, seven, eight. I would go. A little bit earlier than that, I would go the beginning of the 2000s, so round about roughly around about 2001 or so to about 2006. Mm-hmm. So I, I would go a little bit, a little bit less than that. Um, 2000 St Helens beat uh Wigan twenty nine sixteen, and they were they were full of great players, mm. uh, and then the uh, the bradford bulls team that was the the early uh in the, in the early 2000s with like viner uh vicona uh Shontaine happy and then they had what what was named the awesome foursome didn't they as the props yeah uh with jimmy lowes at hooker yeah i think probably about
2: 03 to 06 or 7 i think because you still sort of had it was like it was like a combination of like all the new sports science that was coming in and uh, all the conditioning and things like that. But you still had the the, the players and the, the sort of old school kind of attack where everybody just sort of threw the ball about a bit. Yeah. But defense was starting to get better as well. Yeah, I think.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, so you saw some really good I- shots as well.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll look at it there, you know, 2000 and Super League 9, I in 2004, Leeds won their first title, Man of Steel was Andy Farrell, top point scorer, Kevin Sinfield, top try scorer, Leslie mm. Re, uh You know, real uh, real superstars of the game, I think. Yeah. I think at that time, I think that was probably when it was its, it's strongest. Mm. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, next, next question. Uh, this is, uh, down at Bellevue. If Luke Gale is the answer, what is the question? That's the question. Yeah, I think the question is, can Wakefield stay up with Luke Gale? Luke Gale? Yeah.
2: So, you asked me the question, because I know the answer. No, no. No, that's
0: what he's put, that's what he's put. If Luke Gale is the answer, what is the question? yeah. So the question would be, wouldn't it? Probably, can Wakefield stay up? Luke Gale. Yeah, that don't make sense. Oh, all right then. With Luke Gale, I'd <laughs> put a with in front of it. <laughs> right. So what's the right? So what's the question then? <laughs> Not that. Right. If Luke Gale is the answer, what is the question? <laughs> I'd rather thought of it literally. I don't know
2: who's who's at a. Better come back, Luke Gale, airline or Icarus. <laughs> Lazarus, sorry. Icarus?
0: That was the one that. that Lazarus! Went to near the sun. Oh, Lazarus, yeah.
2: And then you could go, Luke Gale? All right. Not, will Wakefield stay up? Luke Gale.
0: <laughs> there you go. That could be the answer. <laughs> it's not the answer. Could be the answer. Could be. Well, if they stay up, if they stay up, that's the answer. Right. There you go, then. So I was right. No. <laughs> And what's more likely, Craig Lingard being my friend or taking a restraining order out
1: against me? <laughs> I said, restraining order until he becomes the Wakefield head coach and he starts tweeting nicely about him when, Fair enough. when he's in charge.
0: Do you know who they really need, don't you, Wakefield? Sam Allardyce. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly that.
0: Definitely not that heavy
1: grassier. right? No.
0: But... Definitely, need Sam. And to be fair, if he goes to Leeds, like they're rumored, in the oh yeah, 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 he's not far away. No, so I'm sure he could just do a bit of part time stuff. Surely, at this point, it's just about motivation and game plan. And they haven't got many. They've only got about three or four games left of football. Yeah, so you think he'd be like he would be able to do it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think that's who they need. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: so maybe the answer is now Sam Allardyce, not Luke Gale.
0: Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> uh David Baines, thank you, David, for your questions. Uh some good ones. Um Tonga test venue thoughts? Um
2: Good, but I feel like there should have been one that was a bit more out there.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I I feel it's a I can see where they've gone with it, but I feel it's also a bit underwhelming it's at a bit the same safe, time. Innit? Yeah, like, I understand. Sort of. I understand the Saints one wolf head coach yeah, Saints time, that makes sense, but you know I feel like you could have also aimed for stuff. You know, like like the Reebok. I feel like you could have probably packed that out at Bolton. At Bolton, yeah, that would have been a good one to have. But I feel like you know Huddersfield and Leeds. Uh, you know, Leeds I get because you know it, it's big, big new stadium and everything, but. I mean you know what I mean they've done it open stuff, not new as in it's new, but um for me the biggest one I have the problem with is probably Huddersfield. I I it sounds awful, but you know, they don't even get enough fans in there for a for a Huddersfield game. Yeah, but I think when, no, when I England play that, there, yeah. I think
2: I think they
0: do well. I think the crowds we, do well. We went to the game, was it New Zealand? Yeah, yeah Huddersfield. Yeah. And, and it was it was pretty full up yeah. for that test match, wasn't it? I uh, haven't I, yeah.
2: got an issue with any of them individually, but when you put them together, there's... I don't know about you, Andy, but I think there
0: should have been one in London or something. Yeah, I think if it hadn't have been Tonga, I think it had been Australia, they would have been. Mm. Even even New Zealand, they might have been. Maybe. And I think with Tonga, I think they've played it safe because I'm not quite sure whether they think it will grab people's imagination. Mm. And I think on this, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. Yeah, I think if if they don't, if they if they take it away, like let's say Coventry or Newcastle or somewhere like that, people go, well, "What you take it there for?" No one's going to go there and watch Tonga. Mm. But when they played it safe, people go, oh, "I should have took it outside." I, I think they can't win on this one, to be honest. But what I would have done is, I'd have St. Helens, yeah. I'd have probably stayed with Huddersfield because motorway wise, I think it's easier to get to than Leeds. The ground, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you've got a big crowd. And then the other one, they normally have one in Hull, don't they? Yeah, yeah, the the, yeah Hull have taken quite a lot, taking over, you know, further east. Yeah, you know, so maybe, you know, maybe might have looked looked there. Yeah,
1: is is there anywhere in the UK with that we know of with a Tonga connection? You know, like how we, you know, like how uh, I think Fiji, in Rochdale for the World Cup because they had a big sort Mm. of Fiji. Was is there anywhere like that that we know of? I'm just I don't know. Well, so don't well
0: know. Tonga have got this link with St Helens, have not they? They were based there for the last World Cup. They had Christian Wolf, et cetera. they've got Tongan players. Mm. You know, David himself will know about the the link between Tonga and St Helens. So I think that's a bit of a no-brainer. Mm. Um but yeah, you're right. I I think that's probably the closest that you have probably got to it. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, David also asked us would Toronto still be around if Covid hadn't happened?
2: No, I don't think they would be. I'm not sure. They they couldn't pay the players towards the end, could they? No, And I'm um, not convinced that was to do with COVID.
0: No, and again, I think
2: that would have happened eventually either way. No home, maybe it was just fast tracked by COVID. But yeah, I agree because he was he went all there him that
1: Perez, Perez. broke. No, I well, I, agree. I mean to be fair, when you when you splash, yeah, what was it five million over two seasons on a 35 year old retired kiwi practically you know you're yeah, gonna ridiculous you know what i mean you're, you're gonna find yourself in financial issues aren't you it's just yeah.
0: no wonder they couldn't pay the other players after they finish because of that <laughs> no, ridiculous no. uh david also wants to know the best try we've ever seen in person uh
2: for me in person wide to west
0: mm. yeah fantastic yeah 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 you were in the ground that night yeah yeah yeah
1: uh, probably for me was the uh, the Tommy Martin no look pass, where he grubbers it through and flicks it off to the side. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, and I'm going to go with two from the same game, if that's okay, because they were both magnificent tries. Yes. And that was the Australia versus England test at Ellen Road in 1990. Yep. The first one. Uh, the I second, wish I could have said that, but yeah. no. Yeah. The second game was uh, the second try, sorry, was the, the last minute winner, last second winner from Malmeninga. Um, and the first one was where they had about thirty million offloads, and it was Ricky Stewart that went in, which was probably a better try than the second one. Yeah, but you've got a little, you've got something on that, Callum, haven't you? I can't remember where I heard it, um, and I couldn't find
2: anything when I looked before because obviously we were talking about it before we recorded, didn't we? But um, obviously Ricky Stewart threw the interception pass in it, and sort of thought that was game over then. Mm but then when they were stood under the sticks then they were having a chat they apparently they used to have this this drill uh Canberra, it was it was something like seven seven minute drill or something i can't quite remember what it entailed but basically the idea behind the drill was look how much rugby league we can play in 7 minutes just keep it alive yeah just you know look at there's still loads of time look we can do all this in 7 minutes and they sort of got behind the sticks and Ricky Stewart and I think one of the other Canberra lads that was in the, the Kangaroo squad at the time was like, we'll, we'll just do the seven-minute drill. We'll do it and we'll win. And they did. And they did. Because they were like, we can play so much rugby league in this amount of time. And Even though it doesn't feel like it.
0: But they did. And yeah. what a team. Yeah. And what, what a try. And what tries. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and David just got a quick one more. Should we ditch Wembley after last week's 100th anniversary snub? And if so, where should we go? That was the poster that was done to represent, which was ridiculous. hundred years, rugby league's been played more than any other sport apart from football at yeah. Wembley. They've got a rugby league statue outside with the five ground. players on it. How have they missed it? That in itself was atrocious. And they put up a, they put up a tweet oh, yeah. or something afterwards Little saying sort oh, of apology. Yeah, type. never, never forgotten. This is how much we're into rugby league and yeah. the statue. Oh, get Be lost. Eight. Yeah, behave. Um, it doesn't have the. Aura than it used to be for rugby league fans, because at one time the Challenge Cup was bigger than the league, a bit like the FA Cup in football, mm. and people wanted to go down and everybody was there and you dressed up, there'd be banners, everything. All that. that doesn't seem to happen now, does it? The Grand Finals superseded that, hasn't it? It's it's difficult for me because
2: I still really really love the Challenge Cup final, probably more than the Grand Final. I do, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm. You know, watch it every year, and and we've been fortunate enough to. We've been a few to, times. To go yeah. quite a few times and see some yeah. really good games. And, and, it's, and when
0: we haven't, we only make an effort to watch it. Yeah, bit but, of match chocolate. Yeah, so <laughs> it's
2: it, it still holds a really special place for me. It's quite difficult, but I understand that it's not, like you say, it's not quite got the aura that it used to have. But it's tough. I, for me, it's still quite a magical place, but... The crowds don't represent that, mm. and I think that's becoming more and more important.
1: I think the uh, I think the issue with that though as well. Uh, I think you might have mentioned it to me before, Andy, as well a few times, is that it. You know, it, from what I gathered from from yourself, it, it used to be uh, rugby league's big day out, and I think everybody just used to go and sort of try and get a ticket and watch it because it wasn't. I don't. I I think the way the the world's gone, everything's just Increased in price as well, mm. and I don't think people are willing to spend three, four hundred quid on a weekend when your team isn't in that final. Mm. It, it, it's it, the price is yeah, just are right. ridiculous, and yeah. it, it does. I, I understand, you know, it's the way the world goes, but I wouldn't spend four hundred quid on a weekend that my team wasn't in. I just couldn't afford it. I couldn't justify it. So, in a in a word, would you ditch Wembley or not?
0: Would you keep it? Would you keep the Challenge Cup final at Wembley or take it elsewhere?
2: I'd probably keep it for another couple of years.
1: I'd take it elsewhere. And Where would you take it? One word. I'd probably bring it closer somewhere in, I don't know, I'd say Manchester but the Grand Finals there but I'll, I'll stick with Manchester just because I can't really think off the top of my head. If they took it elsewhere
2: where would you go? Those that were at Tottenham a couple last year Absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah, and nobody had a bad word to say about it. Yeah, but you still sort of have that problem of London, London. prices and yeah. getting to
0: London and things. So I, I, I don't, don't see know. any point in saying that If I moved it somewhere else, and I know you still got the same people of traveling all that. Cardiff, yeah, it's one of the best grounds I've ever been to. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah that was good. The it location was when Magic Weekend was there, right in the center next and to the a castle. Couple and of it. challenge cups there. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah. That would that would be my vote. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, last couple. We've got a last couple. Uh, Eddie from the Lot Pod says, do you think Super League should try another new broadcaster or streaming platform when the current Sky TV deal is up? Definitely. It's yes. So it's the most tired production on, on sports television?
2: They haven't had new like intro graphics for about 10 no. years. They haven't had new presenters for about... 23 years still got the iron brew, man. not we? <laughs> yeah, Jeez. they just got rid of the iron brew whatever. Just yeah, but the, the commentators, oh, it's the, the, not so much the presenters, uh, you know, Barry and Terry. I'm sorry if they're listening, time's gone, but you crap. Yeah, time's Tom Wilkin gone. talks crap, yeah. Time's Phil gone. Clark, crap. Yeah, did you
0: miss the margin meter? Yeah, it gave me a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, I would, I mean, I, you know, I watch a lot of tennis and I, I would have liked, I would Amazon. like to see Prime. Yeah, uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. I'd like Amazon. The, the coverage that they put on for everything yeah. is brilliant. BT,
2: you know, they have the Rugby yeah. Union again, yeah. would you get converts from that? Yeah. But that's the, the, that's the studio stuff that they do for BT. I've only seen clips, I don't really watch it because to be honest, I just, I don't care about Rugby Union at all. Yeah. Which sounds quite and... hypocritical when I'm asking them to come and watch Rugby League, but yeah. it's better, so just do it. But the stuff that they do the in this I've seen clips where they do stuff in the studio like and it it's good and you know, we we could do that. Yeah. yeah. brilliant.
1: Do you know, sorry, just to uh, very quickly just to jump in on that with what you were saying a moment ago about the, the how tiresome it is on Sky. Uh I read this week, I believe, that they've put in uh Catalans and Saints on Sky, mm. but there's no commentary team. Because they're cutting back on cost with a commentary team, they're just gonna show the game on Sky, apparently. Who wants that? I don't that know can't how, be
0: true. I, I, I'll I, go and do it.
2: I, I, yeah,
1: I, that's what that's what I've fly me to France.
2: That's, I'll do it. That's
1: what I've read. I, I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but I've heard a, a very I've heard a lot no, of people say no. it. that'd be right because it wasn't supposed to be on Sky. So I don't think they're flying anybody out there to commentate on it. that'd well, be
0: right. What have we got? So we'll see.
1: I, I don't know. Well, I might be wrong, but we'll, we'll see.
0: Charlie Chaplin rugby
1: league. <laughs>
2: I think we should start a petition for us to go and do the commentary for it. I think it'd be better anyway. Yeah, I think you so. be Stuart Pike. Yeah, I'll be John Wilkin. Yeah, and you be Phil Clark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why am I? Oh, margin me. Yeah, and this is
0: assuming, obviously, that the terrestrial television doesn't get the main deal. Obviously, that you know, about
2: so if they, I'd be absolutely shocked if they left Sky. Yeah. So would I, yeah. It's time. They've done a lot for us. Thank you very much, but it's time to move on.
0: You say you've done a lot. They've halved the payments for the last deal. No, I mean in the past. Obviously. I know what you mean, but yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, uh, should the Magic... Should uh, This is still Eddie from the Lot Pod. Uh, should the Magic Weekend stay in the calendar? Yes. Yes. Simple answer.
2: Yeah. Okay. Everybody loves it. That is now Rugby League's day out. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go no. Okay. And replace it with um, a magic weekend of Challenge Cup quarterfinals. Okay. Probably won't work. Right. It's a ridiculous idea, but...
1: <laughs> I'm glad so, you said it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're not really selling it.
1: No, I'm not, I'm a... I would. I would say... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think about the Challenge Cup more than anything, I think. Yeah. I'd say yes, it needs to stay, but I think as we've already discussed in previous pods, it needs to be done more with, i.e., fan zones and what we've already well, did they the they pre- do the semi final
0: double letters challenge cup no, that's true but what i would do then in magic weekend i would take it to a different place every year yeah. rather than just stay like in the um, like
2: a um, like an open type thing we have like 10 stadiums and yeah. they have like 10 courses they
0: go through yeah. don't they that's what i would do so i yeah. would keep it i've changed your mind which is my prerogative <laughs> but i've changed my mind but i would take it to a different place every year yeah okay yeah fair enough okay. but not edinburgh <laughs> Cause that was terrible when it, it was, was there. Rubbish. And I know Lewis might be listening from Scott, Rugby League in Scotland, but Lewis, come up with something better for us, please, it's like in the it's just in the middle of an industrial estate, isn't it? And there was nothing else there. No, nah, it was rubbish. And it was freezing, do you remember? <laughs> it gets
2: cold all the time there,
0: to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Meadie <Valmidi. laughs> right come up with something better for us Lewis thank you right uh, one more one more from Eddie uh, what's some of the worst big name signings in Super League history my immediate thoughts yeah off the top of my head
2: were Josh Perry and Roy Asatazi Roy Asatazi they were rubbish yeah uh, and more recently, I thought of Greg Inglis, because that was a... Ma- Probably not his fault, but shouldn't have come out of retirement. Oh, no, that's
0: right.
1: Uh, I had I also had Josh Perry, who I just thought was terrible. Uh, I, I had Willie Mason, who only managed oh. six games Oh, oh, oh you were, you were
2: was... well chuffed when you thought of I that know. one.
1: Sorry. I know he only managed six games for all Kaya, so that was pretty poor. Because he thought it was in Leeds. <laughs> yeah. And again, another one that I've already mentioned previously and more recently is Sonny Bill Williams because yeah, he not fair worth fair the money and plan. he was Yeah, rushed. that's fair, yeah. A
0: couple of other names to put on that list then. Josh Reynolds. Yeah. Oh yeah, good shout. That was shocking. Um, I think Kevin Proctor has to go there because I just don't see the point, to be honest. And um, uh, Bradley Clyde going back a bit further. Okay. For Leeds, a uh, loose forward for Leeds. And I'm sure Leeds fans will remember he come over. He was, he was a, a, an established kangaroo, really, really good player. I think he only managed about 15 games because he was always injured. Mm. Always yeah. injured. Uh, and the the last oh, one... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, go on, yeah. Sorry. And the last one, Matt Orford. This is brilliant. Matt Orford uh, came to Bradford Bulls. Yeah. I can't remember where he came from. He came from the NRL. Um, came from the NRL and... Spent all season out with a shoulder injury, so they released him on the day he released. He signed for Canberra Raiders.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure Andrew Foster might have something to say about that. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, love that one. Brilliant. So there you go. So last couple of questions we've got uh, from Outlawed Rugby League. Um, does the England Knights team devalue the international scene? So would it be better to have the Knights as a brand like the Three Lions, Red Rose, etc., regardless of who England are playing and the strength of the team, should they not be full internationals? <laughs> I never really thought about that,
2: and I sort of get where he's coming from, but I, I don't think so, no. Well,
0: what it is, in effect, I mean, we used to have Great Britain, we used to have under-21s. Yeah. And we used to, at one time, we had, before you two were born, we used to have under-23s. Mm. Which that's, is essentially what that that's is. That's what it is.
2: Essentially what that is, it's just, you know... Called that?
0: No, and then they would play probably like at the time they would probably play France B or something like mm. that. But with the strength or the decline of France and the strength of the two the international squads,
2: I do like the sort of idea of having like England known as the Knights. Though you know, like Australia kangaroos, Kiwis, we don't really have anything. So have. the Knight should wall be of white. That's so the, so the Knight, yeah, so the Knight should sh- actually be <laughs>
0: the Knight is wall of sh- but
1: uh, I like it. Yeah, but the...
3: <laughs>
0: but it—that's what it is. Rubbish. Yeah. Wall of white. So the knight should actually be the brand.
2: Yeah, and I, I like that idea. I'd never thought of that. I do like St George on a badge. Yeah, that type of yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. You know, kangaroos, kiwis, the knights—that sort of thing—as uh, our brand. Yeah. Stop. Um, yeah. But in terms of them sort of devaluing. The international season, no, I don't
0: think so. But I think you went back to the 21s, 23, yeah. But at the Knights, the Knights is that you're playing for the Knights, a little like you're playing for the Lions, yeah. So you go from the Knights to the Lions, yeah, 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 excellent, good one, thank you for that. Um, uh, the leaders, uh, who should Lee let go? Uh, who do you think Lee should try and sign for next season? I think it's difficult about players. Mm. What I would say to you on that, and I'm going to change it a little bit slightly, sorry for leaders, where do you think Lee need to improve? That might be a little bit easier for us to answer. Where do you think they should improve Mm. for next season to make another step? We said last week, are you going to make the playoffs? We said no. So where would they have to improve to make the playoffs?
2: It's a good question. And and to be honest, looking at who's off contract and things like that, there's not an awful lot knocking about at the end of the season for, for sort of anybody in my opinion, mm. um, I don't know about Down Under and who they could law. I'm not so sure. We're but never sure
0: about that. Are we to be honest? No.
2: Um, the the biggest one is uh, Mason Lino. He's off contract from Wakefield. You know, especially if they go down, he's probably almost certain to leave. Mm. Um, is he better than Joe Meller? Yes, I think so. That'd mm. be a good one. I think he'd improve um, another, another half. Yeah, uh, Ethan Ryan, at KR, he's off contract. I quite like him. Mm. He's better than Tom Briscoe. Don't know if they play the same side actually, but I just don't really like Tom Briscoe. But I would, I would them two for me. Very, you know, quickly looking mm. and like I say, there's not an awful lot that's off contract. Them two sort of stuck out for me that would probably seem ideal. Okay. targets for Lee and I think it's a nice step for Mason Lino because yeah. obviously you can't talk about him going to you know top top
0: course, yeah. teams so okay. I think it's a nice step for him okay last two uh, one from Roy uh, our our cast fan should we uh, for better or worse let refs handle issues during the games and only have a further punishment if gross misconduct occurs yes so there's no sighting unless it's something that's really serious oh right yeah yeah, I totally so get on with it. I mean, at the minute you 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 look on a Tuesday disciplinary, don't you? Mm. And then you go, oh, such a buddy's got a two match ban. And you think, Well, I watched that game and mm. it didn't get though I didn't see any what was that about?
2: Um the amount of the worst one for me at the minute like that
0: is this like late contact. Yeah, yeah. well, the last question from Johnny, I'm gonna come on to that, so let's not talk about rules. Well, let's talk about disciplinary
2: no but what I was going to say was half the time you don't really notice them it's there yeah and then they end up with a one match two match ban yeah and a lot of time the player just gets back up anyway yeah that's right yeah they're not
0: yeah yeah no I totally agree I think, the, I, I, think I think we said last week on the pod football has it right mm. violent conduct three match ban mm. two yellows is one match yeah why can't we do something similar but then if it's something extreme you go to the disciplinary because you're yeah, going to than, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get more than three yeah. matches yeah yeah. It simplifies it. Yeah. I know the, I know people still say, Oh well, this wasn't as bad well, how can as that. that, that? Be worth, but it? that's what you get in football yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I think but people accept it. Yep. So there you go. And the very last question, so thanks for that, Roy. And the very last question is from our Wigan fan, Johnny Ashy, who says, Okay, so, so if you could change add remove one rule from Super League, what would it be and why? Good one for the last question.
1: Uh I think as you were just to kind of briefly saying there, the, the, the obvious one is the, the late contact, but I'm going to leave that one. Uh, the one that I would get rid of, and I don't know if they've changed it since, because you don't really see it as much, but they always have this flavour rule of the, the year or the season, don't they? Um, but uh, the one that stuck out in my mind is the, the obstruction rule, you know, it, on the inside and outside of the shoulder. You're either obstructing the player or you're not. Just get on with it. There's no, there's no difference. Um... I'd get rid of six again. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, ah, that yeah. reminds me, Bri's coming on soon. <laughs> get rid of, him, get right? rid of him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Which six again would you rather get rid of? Bry or six again on the field? Bri. <laughs> oh, six again on the Bryce. field. But or six again off it, yeah. Six
1: again on the field, but only just. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'd get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, without question, I'd get rid of that. I think it's just ridiculous because I think the teams have sussed it out. Yeah. Um, let's have six again and we'll just defend for seven tackles. Yeah. Especially on the first. Um, I'd definitely get rid of that. Um, I would bring back, because I used to love it, I would bring back the free play. I've got that. Have you? That was, yeah. Do you know what? When, you, when that and the free play, the crowd roared. Yeah, it was brilliant. You went And I'd go, oh, free play, free play, free play. And then if you got it out from a free play, People were like really excited that this it's free play was excited. It was, exciting. It was just of the promoted,
2: sort of attacking rugby exactly. league. And you know, that's that I love.
0: Seven minute drill. Yeah, yeah. It, well, they,
2: yeah, that pretty much was a free play, wasn't yeah. it? That's the sort of stuff you saw, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I had that. The other one that I would get rid of is the one on one rule. If you can't keep hold of it, don't
0: have it, mate. Oh, uh, I've always been a big advocate of that, getting rid of that, because mm. I, there's, the, you can never tell what's been, whether a player's had a loose grip in a tackle and they yeah. and they've got a hand on it in the, just going for the tackle. Yeah. And it squirms out or just a knock penalty. on. Yeah. Just a knock on. Can't keep hold of it.
2: And the only other one that really bugs me, I know he said only one, but the only the other one that really bugs me is um sort of if you have a pop at a drop goal or you put a little grubber through and it goes dead, that's a seven tackle set. For me that for me that should only happen if it's sort of outside the twenty or the thirty. If you're within the twenty or the mm. the thirty and you have an attacking kick and it goes a bit long, then I don't think that should be a seven-tackle set.
0: No. I mean, Kevin Sinfield... Especially drop goals. Kevin Sinfield was a master of that. Banging the ball dead. Well, that's sort of why they changed it, I think. I
2: think that sort of influenced... But if you're in your own half and you just dammer it dead so you can get your line set, fine, that should be a seven-tackle set. But if you put a little grubber in and it just ends up being shepherded out, that's not the same thing. Nothing from from inside the 20, as far as I can see. Or a drop goal. Or a drop goal, yeah. Yeah. Would that's, you keep, would you keep
0: I, would. I know it's quite a hot topic as well just on the rule stuff as a final thing. Would you keep Golden Point? Um yes, I would, but I would have two and one points. Yeah.
2: So you have a point each and you're playing for an extra point. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Some great questions. Thank you to everybody that's uh, dropped us a line there with the uh, with the questions and um uh, we we enjoyed it.
2: Yes, thank you for all your questions. Yeah.
0: Forward
2: Podcast Prediction League with Six Again. Yes, the Predictions League is back, so we can have a reminder of how bad we are at it. Uh, But as always, we're joined by Brian from Six Again. Brian, how
3: are we this week? Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Very
0: good. Wow. Newt, 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 newt. Have you spent spent your week up having Ellie lessons, Brian?
3: No, I have heard that um, certain people have been listening to the wireless and complaining about my voice, so thanks, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: a bit like that episode of Simpsons where Lisa cheating teaches Keeper really hard to speak English.
3: (laughs) Uh So
1: so everything's spiffing here, gentlemen.
0: Very good. Very good. Right. Uh Bri, would you would you like to give us some info on who's playing this week?
3: Yeah. Um well we've got we've got some of the regulars back, obviously. Um for Castro we've got Roy, for Catalan we've got Victoria, for Huddersfield we've got Nathaniel, Hull FC, we've got Outlaw of the League, KR, Tony for Leeds, Eddie from the Lopard for Lee, the Lazers, Salford, Phil, for St. Helens, David, for Wakefield down at Bellevue, for Warrington the loose Loosewire, for Wigan, Johnny, and for the insiders this week, we have a former player who used to play for Salford, Lee, Oldham, Roxdale, and Blackpool, and it's Simon Savage.
0: Ah, very good. Welcome, welcome, Simon. Yes, welcome. Yeah, we've been wanting to get Simon on the insiders for a while now, haven't we? So, uh, um. Yeah, depending on how well he does this week, depends whether they want to get him on again soon or not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's rubbish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we'll get him on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't want one of this Keith Mason rubbish, do we, with two correct answers and all that nonsense. No, exactly. Right, Simon, the world's looking at you this week, mate. But welcome. How are we ready, well, boys? We're ready. Yes. So, the first
3: game this week is on Thursday. It's on Sky at 8 o'clock, and it's Hull FC v
1: Wigan. Uh, Okay. Uh, Hull had a good win before the international break. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't see them carrying it on. I have heard that Jake Truman is in line to make his debut for Hull, I believe. So, that'll be a nice welcome back for them, but I just can't see them... Turning over Wigan, so I've gone for Wigan by twelve.
0: Yeah, I've gone Wigan sixteen. Uh Wigan eighteen for me. And I've gone Wigan by
3: twelve too. Um we only have one who's gone for Hull FC this week. And that's our lead fan, Eddie, who's gone Hull FC by four.
0: Okay. Okay. These are the sort of gambles you can take when you're top of the league. It's the gambles I'm hoping they take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Next up, the rest of the games are on Friday evening. But the first one is at seven forty five. It's also on Sky and it's Catalan for St. Helens.
0: Okay. Um I think Catalan's not downward spiral, Saints on an upward climb, and I'm gonna go Saints by sixteen.
2: Uh, yeah, I agree. I think Saints uh, do some players back. Wormsley, Metautia, Sivanen, I think are the biggest ones.
0: Well, uh, I mean, that's where they were missing in the pack as well. Wasn't yeah, it? So yeah.
2: I'm going to say Saints by 10. I'm
1: going to say Saints by 8.
3: I've also gone Saints by 10. Thanks, Callum. <laughs> um, we've got a bit of a mixed bag with this one. Um, we've got a couple of Catalans by 2. Um, we've got a Saints by seven by our Saints fan, David, and we've also got a Saints by 13 from our fan.
4: Okay. okay.
3: Next up, Friday at eight o'clock, hulk KR for Huddersfield.
2: Um, it, this could be quite a tricky one, I think, just because, like we say, I just keep expecting Huddersfield to, to sort of become the team that I expect them to be, but maybe that's just me, having high expectations on them, but it's hard, hard to argue with the way Hull KR are playing at the minute and they're at home which is always a massive thing for them I'm going to say Hull KR by 8
1: Yeah, same reasons as, as as what you've just said I'm going to go Hull KR by 10
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Hull KR by 4 just on the basis that Huddersfield keeps seem to be coming out the wrong side of tight games, yeah. I see. there's been another one Yeah mm-hmm.
3: And I've gone Hull KR by six. Um, We don't have much of a mixed bag for this one. We only have two Huddersfields. um, And one is our Huddersfield fan who's gone Huddersfield by two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But we do have a Hull KR by seven and a Hull KR by 22 as well.
0: 22? Who
3: was that? The 22 was Johnny um, for Wigan. Uh,
0: Okay, confident.
3: Next up is also Friday eight o'clock. Leeds v Salford.
2: This is another tough. tough it one, is. Yeah. It's a
1: tough one. This. It, it, it's. It's one of them where I think, no matter what you predict, you're not going to be surprised if the other team doesn't go your way. Um, but I think Leeds at home are a different team to the the Leeds away. And I'm going to go lead by 10.
0: Yeah, similar, lead 12.
2: I'm going to go Salford 4.
3: Okay. And I've gone Leeds by 8. Um, you're not the only one who's gone Salford, Carl. A good fair few have. It's mm. pretty even this yeah. week. Um, we've got um, a Salford by 2, which is our Wigan fan, Johnny. Um, and everything ranges... Up to Leeds fourteen and Salford twelve. Very tough one to choose this week. It is, yeah. Next up, Friday, also eight o'clock, Leafy Castleford.
0: Um You wouldn't have thought, would you, this one would look as straightforward like pre season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it does. You think it'd be the other way? If you anything. would. But I'm. I, I. I think it does look straightforward, and I think I'm going to go Lee by sixteen.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I'm going to go Lee by fourteen.
1: Uh, I still think Lee are going to win, but I think Cass are showing a little bit of sign of improvement and getting a bit closer in games. So I'm going to go Lee by eight.
3: I've gone Lee by ten. Um. Everyone's gone for Lee this week. Wow. Um. We've got anything ranging from four up to twenty, okay. except our Lee fan, who's gone Lee by five.
0: Five. <laughs> I love him. I can get a seven. I can get thirteen. I can get a like five. <laughs> it never makes sense, but I love it. <laughs> Come on, five! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually <laughs> the win by five now. I'm I
2: honest. do. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Can I change my answer to Lee by five? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Lee by three. <laughs> three.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. the only one we're waiting for, isn't it?
3: Yeah. That's
0: the only <laughs> one we're waiting for. I love it. Yeah.
3: And finally, uh, on Friday, also at eight o'clock, we have Waddington C. Wakefield.
2: Oh, this, uh, again, is a straightforward one. I just, I just don't know whether they'll absolutely hammer them. Or not. Uh, obviously Luke Gale coming in, uh, I suspect he'll he'll go straight in. Um, I'm gonna say Warrington by
1: twenty four. I think that they will hammer them. I think it'll be they've lost two games now yeah. and they'll just go, right, get back on track, do the and let's hammer it away, and I've gone Warrington by thirty two.
0: I think the same. I think they want to make a statement and say, "Yes, we are still in this big time." And I think the Warrington by thirty six.
3: I've gone Warrington by thirty. Um, not everyone's gone Warrington. Yeah. Our Lee fans going swinging this week and has gone Wakefield by one.
0: <laughs> Brilliant! Brilliant. Uh, now, you know and what? Uh, what would you get what you get for a double on that? Lee by 5 and wait for him by 1. You get you get, get you'd, you'd be rich. Uh, Astrid, wouldn't you? you would be rich, yeah.
3: <laughs> you <be rich. laughs> got more chance of winning the lottery yes, on Saturday. I think, doubt, think yeah. you're right, yeah. I think you're right. I I've got a new game now um for us. Uh Matt's on down at Bellevue. So we have a new Fortnite game What score do we predict
1: that Matt has predicted Wakefield to get beat by this week?
0: I think I'm going something like 42. I'm going 70s. I'm
1: going 54. 72. 54. Callum, you're so close. 66. Really?
2: Does that get me a bonus point
0: in the prediction?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I don't I get one, we for need being it. honest.
0: No, do you remember, when, do you remember When Bobby, what Bob Rye was tempted to give Bobby a, a bonus point for being
1: honest.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. What's
1: that? What what that about? Because yeah. he made a mistake, and I, I was honest to give up my points. I could have kept him. I could have said no. Do you know what? I'm going to keep my points.
2: I'd have kept. I'd him. have
3: kept him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <And> now, <laughs> in my position, if I lose the
1: if I lose the league by seven points, I'm taking them back.
3: Oh. I I think we need a jingle. A four nightly jingle for when Wakefield come on. I think
0: you're right. Yeah, what? yeah. what's you're Matt right. predicted this week? Yeah. <laughs> have we got a spare button that we can make one? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think we can. I think we'll have to look at that for next week. Definitely. <laughs> so, brilliant.
2: Brilliant. Well, that sees us out for this week. Um, thanks to to everybody that that wrote in and uh, or tweeted in and yeah. ask questions and, and yeah it was fantastic yeah, yeah really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it thanks, thanks to to Bri for doing the predictions league as always um, good luck to everybody participating in the predictions league but not too much um, and if you are going to any games this week then obviously stay safe and enjoy but from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast this week it's goodbye
1: goodbye bye bye